This is CliffCentral.com. A very warm welcome to In Conference with Michael Jackson right here on your favorite podcast platform. This is CliffCentral.com. I'm the guy who travels the world as a conference speaker, bringing you on this show the people that I'm lucky enough and privileged to meet across my speaking career all around the planet. I like looking for homegrown South African talent as well quite strongly, and I'm delighted to be able to tell you today that my guest hits all of those buttons. He's an incredibly talented man. He's been described as having a voice of velvet. He also travels the globe doing something similar to myself, but in a very, very different manner. In fact, he's a professional master of ceremony. And his name, Cyrus Rogers, is a name that if you've not heard yet at your conference, boy, you want to book him. This guy is just legend, legend in his own lunchtime. Joining us now on Cliff Central, Cyrus, a real pleasure to have you, sir. Thank you so much, Michael. Uh, what a great introduction. I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, you're the professional MC, so did I pass muster on that? Was that okay for you? Most certainly all protocol was observed. Um, I believe that you've got most of the things right uh, on spot on, actually. Um, I've also been called the voice of Velvet so often that I, I actually do answer to that if somebody shouts it out in a car park, somebody. Well, it, it's a weird thing because you stand out in the crowd. You're about six foot four. You're this giant, enormous guy. Um this kind of really huge, intimidating African specimen. And yet you've got this voice of velvet and you've built your career over the last few years working alongside me as a speaker um, at conferences all across the planet. I mean, how did you get into the role of emceeing, Cyrus? Well, in a way, and uh, I suppose this might sound a bit twee, but I think I was born to do this. Um, it's been a culmination of so many different facets in my life. I grew up uh, in the theater, in and around people treading the boards, um, and then from there working in the TV industry, um, in front of camera, behind camera specifically a lot. Uh, I do a lot of production work, and it's all just sort of led to um, being out there on stage, helping facilitate some great conferences. Almost a natural extension, then, of your kind of theatrical performance. And I can hear it in your voice now. I mean, I know you well as a friend and a colleague. But, I mean, this this role as a specialist MC is something that a lot of people are still getting used to. How do you define the role of an MC? I think the way to define it really is um, to, to look at it in terms of what it actually entails. So, for instance, if you're looking at a master of ceremonies, a program director, um, you need somebody who is in total control. Um, a conference is almost like a living organism. It has so many different parts that are always moving. So you'll have people needing to get on and off stage. You need to deliver messages to the to the audience. You need to make sure that the audience is alive and feeling um, up and g'd up for the event itself. Um, then you're also supposed to then weave through the specific elements of the conference itself um, because every conference has its theme. Um, and if you sort of go off that or divert from that, then people seem to get a little confused. They're not quite sure what's happening. So your role as an MC really is a, almost to be the glue, um, the, the, the bond that brings everything together. You're the back of house. You're the front of house. You're not necessarily the star performer, but what you will be is the person that everybody recognizes and remembers all the way through. They'll ask you for a question here or there, or just for some assistance um, when you can give it. But really, it's about making sure that the conference itself is brought together and, and that you keep it together all the way through. Not to forget that you make sure that it happens on time, timekeeping being the main feature. 
It's it's interesting for me because you know I've been a speaker for many years, as you know as well, and occasionally I'm asked to MC, and I do so quite often reluctantly because it is a specialist discipline. I've been trained as a conference speaker. I go out there, I deliver a keynote. Everyone gets super amped. They're all excited about it afterwards. But then I'm kind of walking away. You're there for the duration as an MC, and you know almost as you described it, kind of binding an event together. It's a specific craft. I mean, it's not something that really comes naturally to people. Maybe your conferencing uh, uh, career has been built well out of your understanding of timekeeping, of television, of broadcast, of theatre, and all of those things. But I mean, when you say you're born to it, you almost have to be, really, don't you, to be a professional master mm. of ceremonies or program director? I think definitely. You know, um, being an MC or program director um, really is about understanding everybody else's needs. If you're going to a hospital, for instance, right, you want to have the best doctor looking after you. But while the doctor is in and about doing what he has to do with other patients, you then have your sort of nursing staff. And what they do is they make sure that everything is looked after. And that's what an MC does, is that they'll check your pulse. They make sure that your vitals are looking good. Then then feed you whatever you need to in order to make sure that you're really on the mend or rather doing better. You're looking at somebody who needs to have every single facet of the actual production of a conference um, in mind all the way through. So that's why you need to have somebody who's a specialist at it. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that people who aren't specialists can't do it, far from that. But what I am saying is that when you want it done right, you've got to call in the professionals. I mean, in a way, it's almost like the A team. You know, you don't want to imagine they'd ever, if they'd ever called in the B team. You know, the show would have been very, very short. You need to make sure that you've got the right people doing what they have to do all the way through. I love that description. And in fact, what intrigues me is that all too often, and I'm, I'm averaging about 180 conferences a year at the moment, I'm seeing a trend for where people are starting to say inside the conference, you know, look, we'll use Bob, the office clown, or, hey, what about that actress from that soap opera on television? And when I see that happening in my career, often it goes horrendously wrong because they are effectively the B team. I mean, I don't want you to denigrate anyone out of hand, but, you know, celebrity MCs, to my mind, often mispronounce the corporate name. They have no knowledge of the business. They come along thinking that they pee eau de cologne, that they've got this brand and the persona, and because I'm seen on television, uh, I'm good enough to be an MC. I mean, how do you feel about that? I think that, you know, your celebrity MC definitely has a role. I mean, if, if it's the Oscars, then call on somebody who has that sort of stature that people can understand, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z is doing this role, and I think that's why I want to tune in. But then when you're looking at it from a corporate perspective, for instance, it, it doesn't necessarily always mesh because what you have is that you have your company or corporate corporation's brand, and then you have the branding of a specific celebrity. And celebrities are always looking after themselves, looking out for themselves. What you want at your co corporate function is somebody that will look after your company, your function, your business. Remember this, that when you go to, to functions, and I know that you definitely do so many of them, one of the key things that will happen is that a conference organizer will call you and say, Michael, we need you to talk about this once you've done your talk, you don't have to worry about anything else. You just do your job. The celebrity, in a way, feels that that is what they do. 
They just do their portion and disappear, do their portion and disappear. The professional needs to be there taking care of the other little nuanced bits. You know, there are certain things that uh, conference organizers don't necessarily think about all the time. For instance, you know, how a stage is set up um, where you need to have your delegates, for instance, you know, your, your VIPs. Um, yes, they've got, uh, you know, some sort of th- a thought process behind that, but the professional will then say, well, I know that you've got your VIPs in a room at the back somewhere, but perhaps it might be easier to have them near the front, get them in and out, you know, just to sort of jog those things. So it's people who are looking at weaving and understanding um, of, of how the conferencing industry works into an event itself. Um, and I think that's what a professional does rather than a celebrity. You're talking full stage management and stagecraft. I mean, Most in, a, in a way, a conference or a seminar is corporate theater, isn't it? It is, it is definitely. And, uh, I think the main thing is, you know, nobody wants to have a conference where everybody goes to sleep because then what they do is they provide beds in the hall rather than chairs. What they want is an enjoyment factor, a wow factor. They also want somebody who will then say, you know what? I am allowing you, the audience, to come in on this. You're in on the joke with us. You're enjoying it as much as we are. And your celebrity is just sort of standing up there looking good or, you know, maybe just throwing a couple of jokes out there. You want somebody that's personable, but you also want somebody that is meticulous. And that's what the stagecraft is all about, making sure it all works perfectly. When I last worked with you on a stage, what most impressed me was what you were doing, not only front of house, but also back of house, as you say, working with the speakers themselves, making sure that speakers who were coming in, internal as well as external, knew the thrust of the day, had the vibe of the day going down. I mean, you're controlling this from start through finish, aren't you, Cyrus? Well, I think that's the main thing. You know, it's in tandem with the, with the conference organizers themselves. Um, I mean, I don't want to take too much of the credit completely, um, you know, because the organizers will know exactly what they're looking for. But it does help when you've got somebody on your team as well. Um, you know, there are so many conferences that you go to where sometimes the speakers might have a little hiccup. There might be an issue with their presentation, and all of a sudden they become a bit flustered. Um, I've worked with a couple of people who are absolute professionals. When they're on stage and they're delivering their talks, you wouldn't even believe that they had butterflies but seconds before flapping like no man's business and what you can do as an MC who has also been up front delivering keynote speakers speeches as well is to to, to calm them down to get them in the right headspace and make sure that they also understand what the person who was previously on was talking about so you're not retreading every single facet that's what a great MC does you're listening to the sound of Cyrus Rogers here the ultimate professional MC one of the best I've ever worked with around the world you can hear from him why he's known as the voice of velvet Cyrus let me ask you another question here though in terms of dual purpose MCs I mean quite often conference organizers say oh we've got a speaker they can MC as well I mean do you believe in that because you're you're not a frustrated speaker are you you are an out and out purist MC I think that's it you know in in essence I I find that what happens is that people try to find a way in order to to get as much value um, out of an investment because this is what 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 conferencing is you know you're you're paying a little bit of money you want to get the right people in so you think well I suppose I could get somebody who speaks and perhaps maybe they can also MC Nothing wrong with that completely um, or entirely, actually. What you can do, though, is that if you've got an MC there, it takes a lot of the responsibility off the speaker in terms of having to think about everything else. They can then focus on the task at hand for them, making sure that their presentation is as good as it should be all the way through. Because one of the other things that happens is that as you are up on stage, 
you know, some, some sort of an accident happens. You need to be the person who's running around. Um, you can do that as an MC. As a speaker, you can't necessarily just jump off of stage, go to the back, help out, and then come back on stage. So it's, it's always to ha- good to have that sort of focus. Um, and I think that maybe, you know, you, you do want to sort of try and make a bit of a savings per se, but that shouldn't necessarily always be the way you go about doing it. Get the right people for the right jobs. There are very few people who do what you do for a living, Cyrus, as a full professional MC. Um, you know, lots of work around for you. Are you still having lots of fun on the circuit and enjoying yourself in business? No, definitely. I, I think that the fun never actually stops. Um, I love what I do, and one of the most in- incredible things is being able to plug into a different event at a different time or headspace so for instance i I was working with um you know with a company recently who had a a very large function that they were doing over two days which also included a gala dinner as well and having to switch from this sort of very corporate headspace all the way through the day making sure everything is meticulously kept to time as well as dealing with some very vip guests you then allow that to then shift to a, a, a a sense of lightness in the evening, making sure that everybody is just feeling as good as they can be, dressed to the nines for the gala dinner. And then you can then switch that up to the opening of, of, of a small store um, out in, in, in a small town. So being able to, to, to facilitate these, these different kinds of events really sort of fuels the fire. So there's never ever a time where I just think, oh, gosh, I need to give this a rest. I am consumed by it. All about theme, tone, and timing. I absolutely love it. Where do people get hold of you for people who are thinking of having their company conference coming up soon? Now they're convinced that all they should ever use is a professional MC, and more so, they should be booking the voice of Velvet. That's you. How do people get hold of you, Cyrus Rogers? I think what I've tried to do is make it as simple as possible. Unique Speaker Bureau are my representatives. So whatever anybody needs to do is approach Unique Speaker Bureau, which is uniquespeakers.com, and go to the website, Unique Speaker Bureau. Just Google that. Get to them. They know everything you need to know about me because I don't want to muddy the waters and people try and approach me specifically. They are the key personnel. Uh, but if you really feel that you need to, um, I'm on Twitter, which is always a great resource, and I'm Cyrus J. Rogers. It's at Cyrus J. Rogers. I love it. At Cyrus J. Rogers or booked through, uh, which is probably Southern Africa's, if not Europe's, one of top speaker bureaus as well now usb it's fantastic and listen to that listen to that tone i mean we could talk to cyrus all day he's the one that's aware of time because he knows i've got 30 seconds left but it's the most amazing thing top professional mc it's a joy to know you and call you a friend and colleague all that remains for me to say cyrus is thank you so much for your wisdom and your guidance it's really a pleasure knowing you sir ah thank you michael it's been a wonderful wonderful joy to be on the show And there he is, running precisely the time, making sure that we finish our podcast right on time, that it fits in with the cliffcentral.com platform. This is the caliber of person you get to meet on this program. From myself, Cyrus Rogers, it's been a real joy. We look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thanks for being with us. This is Cliffcentral.com. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.